All right, y'all. So, uh, you know, the broadcast ended up peaking a lot. I tried to normalize it down to negative 12 decibels, but the peak and the static is still there. So if you listen to this episode, listen on low volume. Heed my warning. Heed my warning. What is going on, everybody? It is Dylan Dilworth, a.k.a. Dylan Tennyson, a.k.a. Dylan CBE. And in the studio, as usual, I have Alex with me. Alex, say what's up. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's always good to be back. All right. So before we dive into the news, I have some I have some sad news that I want to cover first, get it out the way. First, we have Audrey Wells. She passed away at the age of 58. She passed away due to cancer. And what makes this even extra sad is that she passed the day before her latest film uh, premiered, which was that which is The Hate You Give. Uh, she was the writer for that. So she passed away the day before the premiere, which is sad. Uh, and also Scott Wilson uh, passes away at 76. A lot of people may know him from uh, The Walking Dead. He played Herschel Green. He passed away at 76. So, yeah, just want to give a quick moment of silence for those two individuals. All right. And now uh, we have some more news because uh, we all know that Telltale uh, got shut down and Capcom Vancouver got shut down as well. And another, sadly, another studio has been added to that list. Uh, I cannot remember the name of the studio off the top of my head, but it's the studio behind uh, Club Penguin. Their studio has officially been shut down. They shut down the uh, the main game, but there was a, a app spinoff. Uh, that kept the studio alive, and Disney has finally shut down the service for that. So, uh, so yeah, that studio is officially closed down. And it was in a small town in, uh, I believe, Vancouver, Vancouver, British Columbia. And I know a lot of employees uh, were saying that if they still want to uh, pursue game development, then they would have to relocate their family. So that's, uh, so that's a sad thing. All right. But now we're going to dive in to the gaming news. And this week has been a lot. When I say a lot, a lot of leaked news. So that means somebody been snitching. <laughs> a lot of people been snitching this week. So first things first with PlayStation. The PlayStation Plus games for November got leaked. So next month, it's, uh, you know, it's not set in stone yet. This is just a leak. But, you know, but as right now, it's looking like Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition and Yakuza Kiwami. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Kiwami? Kiwami. Yeah, Kiwami. Uh, are the two games that you, that you should be looking forward to uh, in November to grab on PlayStation Plus. At least that's what, um, at least that's what, uh, you know, the leak is saying. All right. And another thing. So we have four developers. Shout out to uh, shout out to Jason J- uh, Jason Schreier, uh, because you know he is one of the more reputable uh journalists in the gaming industry, and you know he's uh, and when people have asked to re- remain anonymous, he has kept them anonymous. So salute to Jason Schreier for that. Uh, shameless. I'm gonna do a shameless plug for him. His uh book Blood Sweat and Pixels is out now. Uh, you know it's a good read. I'm in the middle of reading it right now. But uh, four developers uh, have told Jason off the record because they're under NDA, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, that they are prepping their multiplayer games for a PlayStation name change. And the fourth developer leaked a screenshot of a PSN profile that had edit username as an option on the profile. Now, I know this is a, what a lot of people been asking for because a lot of people uh, made their name back in the day when it was like a, a fad or a trend. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, like back in the day, one fad was like you would have your name, but then you would have like XX underscore before and then underscore uh-huh. XX at the end uh, and stuff like that. Or you just did some like some stupid, ridiculous name. Cause you know, I made my I made my account way back in uh, in middle school. Oh yeah, 
You're like, yeah, but you know, I stand by that name uh, now. So even if it was come, on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change it because I stand by it. And I embrace it. <laughs> but you know, it's a good thing. Uh, you know, if they're gonna co- go through with this, I think they're gonna end up uh, doing like Microsoft. The first name change is free, and then after that, it's like eight or ten dollars to change it. So, you know, I think it's a it's a good thing. You know, it's a lot of things a lot of people been asking for. So, how's there anything you wanna say about this? I mean, you know, I mean, doing your username is always good, but like, you know, not a lot of people know, but like, I'm Canadian, and so I have my Canadian account. So, what I really want is like to edit your region, your region, because you know, I can't buy anything from here. I have to buy the physical copy, so uh, that's always a bummer. Right? Yes. Oh yeah, so yeah, Tran is aka Alex, Alex Tran. Yeah. He uh he's a international student. Yeah. So yeah, he's coming from Canada, so he can't buy things digitally and PlayStation uh doesn't allow you to change your region or your account. So, you know, hopefully that's the next thing uh that they focus on after this name change. Oh yeah. All right. Excuse me. All right, next is Nintendo. So Nintendo Online is launching October 10th, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. It's either tomorrow or it's already happened. So yeah, Nintendo Online is officially launching. It is $20 a year, which is not bad. You know, $20 uh, for 12 months, you know, that's not a lot. And then if you get the, I believe the family plan is $35 for uh, for a lot of switches i believe i want to say like five to seven on the top of my head uh if you have to get the family plan so you know uh you know it's 20 dollars a year that's good compared to uh xbox live and playstation plus we're paying 60 bucks a year that's basically another game but you know nintendo online you're paying 20 bucks a year so you know uh so you know 20 dollars you shouldn't be uh missing that that's not uh breaking the bank so at least in my case because you know uh, i don't know a lot of people's financial situation but twenty dollars uh but if you're playing games you know twenty dollars shouldn't be an issue because you know gaming is an expensive hobby (laughs) so all right all right next is rumors of next is rumors of a new nintendo switch model so there's a lot of factors that play into this so some rumors that's going around is they want to upgrade the screen. They want to make it more bright. Yeah, not more brighter. They want to make it brighter and more vibrant. And they also want to make it more uh, energy efficient because, you know, that it's running off a of battery when you take it off of the dock. And, uh, you know, and the big thing is that they want to upgrade the hardware to combat piracy. And that transitions nicely into the next topic because on Nintendo Switch, uh, an emulator has became popular. Uh, so Nintendo, they can't patch it. So they have to change up the hardware. Because the way the well, the hacked switches are set up is it's an exploit in the... It's either in the CPU or the GPU. So... Uh, it's not a software thing; it's a hardware thing. So if they want to uh, get rid of it, they have to switch up either the CPU or the GPU. And you know, Nintendo—they've uh, been going through and banning some accounts that's been associated with some hacked, hacked switches. So you know, they're doing uh, the best they can. But you know, this new uh, Nintendo Switch model—you know—is uh, mainly, I think, in my case, is to combat the piracy that's going on in the uh you know on the switch for the emulators and the roms all right now this next thing mic uh microsoft news so crackdown 3 still needs some work so uh apparently uh what happened was on twitter somebody had tweeted phil spencer had replied to one of uh phil spencer's tweets and was and was like i would rather be playing uh, crackdown three right now and phil spencer basically said that uh he played a full build of the game the other day and that it uh still needs some work and i think a lot of people are blowing this out of proportion okay so let me pull out the uh the tweet the tweet exactly so yeah phil spencer stated 
Well, he well he tweeted. I was playing a full build yesterday. Nice work by the team. More work to do, but good progress. My agent felt like the. Oh, okay, no. Okay. Sorry, I copy and pasted the tweet into my show notes. Okay. Uh, I'll just read the first part because I'm not sure what the second part is. All right. I was playing a good. I was playing a full build yesterday. Nice work by the team. More work to do, but good project. A uh, pro- progress. Excuse me. Good progress. So, you know, uh, one of my main issues is that Crackdown 3 was announced way back in E3 2014. And it's being uh, and it was being developed on by multiple different, uh, you know, developers because, you know, you got Sumo Digital, uh, I believe it's pronounced Cloud9 or cloud nine it's like cloud O N N G I N E. i'm not sure and then like uh and ray ragent games i believe that's how uh, you pronounce it uh but yeah they uh what's called they've been working on the game that's so about three different developers and you know this game is still not finished meanwhile you have other games out here that's being developed in three to four years by a single team but i'm not gonna set up here and go in on microsoft knowing that Sony has skeletons in the closet as well because for those of y'all that don't know or uh, that's new to the gaming scene there's a a PS4 game that was that was um, revealed back in 2014 as well called Dreams that's being developed by Media Molecule and that game still has no release date at least Crackdown, Crackdown 3 has just been delayed over and over again and it still has a date for 2019 I believe it's February 22nd 2019 but Dreams right now it just has 2019 no specific date so you know I'm not gonna sit up here and go in on Microsoft uh, when Sony has you know Dreams that still hasn't came out yet and it's been uh, all this time and I know The Last Guardian took a long time to come out so I'm not gonna sit up here and go in on Microsoft knowing Sony uh, you know got other uh got skeletons of their own all right so on to other gaming news so for my pc gamers out there we have some good news about windows 10 so this new windows 10 update it will no longer bother you about uh about updates while you're playing the game i believe they said once you uh once you update windows 10 you go into settings uh, and then go into like the game mode and then so you know when you turn that uh and select that option so that way when you put your piece uh not put your piece on game mode or when you're playing a game and oh and an update pops up it won't pop up and worry you about installing the update or restarting your computer while you're playing the game so that is a good thing for my PC gamers out there because you know I, I can imagine you know, like just playing a game and then because you know I get annoyed when I'm in the middle of playing a game and then I get like notifications about uh about like messages mm-hmm. and when my friends go online. Especially oh, yeah. right, especially invites, yo. Like when you mm-hmm. play a game and then you get invites to uh what's cousin? You get invites from people to a game that you're not even playing. Yeah, that that mug annoys me. So I can imagine like you being in the middle of an actual game and then the Windows ten update pops up and then takes you out of the game like oh i can't imagine that but yeah new windows 10 update uh you won't have to worry about that no more all right so next piece of gaming news blizzard uh blizzard you know blizzard activision but mainly this has i don't know there there might be some stuff involving activision behind the scenes that they uh merged with but mainly it is uh, but mainly, this is some uh, Blizzard news. So, Mike Morhami, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm butchering your name, but Mike Morhami, uh, uh, he stepped down as president of Blizzard. He was president for 27 years of the company, uh, and he stepped down after 27 years. He said that he will still be a st- strategic advisor for the company so he'll still be there and he said that the world of warcraft executive producer will take his place as president and the person replacing him has been with the company for 12 years 
So, you know, they're getting somebody that's at least been in the company and know how things work and operate taking over that position. So, uh, so that's that. All right, next is uh, I got some Jump Force news. So, we all know that Yu-Gi-Oh! Yugi was uh, revealed in the game, but we finally got some gameplay trailer. And, Lord, I, I need... I need this game, bro. I signed up for the closed beta, and I need to get into there because I know. Because that gameplay was looking fire, bro. Yugi believing in the – he believed in the heart of the cards. He got dark – he played Dark Magician. Dark Magician coming through, messing people up. Dark Magician girl messing people up. And at the end of the gameplay trailer where he pulls out the Egyptian God card. Oh, Oh, my God. That's fire. So, right now, so far, the game will include Bleach. Dragon Ball Z, Hunter x Hunter, One Piece, Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. And yo, and like anime fans out here. Oh yeah. But we I don't even I don't even watch I don't even watch anime like that and I'm still excited for the game. I don't know. I guess I would be a casual anime watcher. Even if you're not an anime fan, you still have to respect for Dragon Ball Z. I mean, that's like the origin of where most anime fans came from. Well, yeah, because like the animes that I that I know I watched, uh, just off the top of my head, I know Yu Gi Oh, of course, Dragon Ball Z, a little bit of Naruto, mm-hmm. uh, and Code Lyoko. But and then there are some more TV shows that you know it depends on who you ask. Some people say it's not anime, some people say it's not. But uh, I'm not finna name those shows. But yeah. Hey, uh, and speaking of Jump Force, yo, shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh, Lean and Cuisine on Twitter. He made a tweet, and I was dying laughing because I'm like, yo, I'm like, this is low-key true. So basically, uh, the beta for Jump Force is a closed beta, so you have to go through and sign up and then hope that uh, Bandai Namco picks you to get in. And Lean and Cuisine, he had, uh, he had tweeted that uh, – if he doesn't get into the Jump Force closed beta, he's going to make an R&B album and cry on all 50 <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Yo, so that, that tweet was real, but I felt that on a spiritual level. So, yeah, Jump Force, man, I got I got to, you know, I got to cop that whenever it comes out, man, because I'm excited, bro. I'm Yu-Gi-Oh. I will be going in with Yugi and Dark Magician. All right. So, next, man, we got... This last stretch of gaming news. Oh my god! Hold on. Let me take. Hold on. Let me take a swig of water real quick because I'm about to be talking <laughs> a lot on these next few topics. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So, The Witcher Three creator. He has a foreign name, and I have no idea how to pronounce it but so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna butcher it so uh, i'll just say the witcher 3 creator we all know who we're, we all know uh you know who we're talking about here uh no disrespect for not saying uh for not saying your name i just don't want to butcher it but he wants some more royalties from cd project red so he wants an extra 16 million dollars from CD wow. Projekt Red for and royalties from the Witcher games. Now, the messed up part about this is that it's not okay, so it's not a situation, for example, it's not like a little a Lil Wayne and Birdman situation where there was a contract and he's entitled to royalties and then they're just not paying him. The con the original contract that they made and the Witcher creator even stated himself, uh, what's called in interviews multiple times. He said that when CD Projekt Red first approached him about making um making a Witcher video game series, they offered they initially offered him royalties, but he said he didn't want royalties. He wants all the money up front. He wants all the money up front. So, and then so that went good. And you know what I'm saying? Because he even said, he even said in the interviews, he said he did not see the potential and the success of the Witcher series as it is now. And so now he's 
And so now he's feeling feeling some type of way and he's suing uh he's suing CD Project Red because uh, there's a Polish law that enti- that entitles people uh to royalties depending on the success of the of the product. But you know, this is gonna have to be decided by by a grand jury. Um, because you know, even though that law is in place, they have a contract that was signed and him stating on record that he does not want royalties, he just wants an upcut, he just want an upfront cut, and he gonna go on with his business. So, you know. And any advice to anybody out there, is there anything that I've that I've learned over the years is uh, never take never take all the money up front. Always ask for a piece of royalties, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, because you know you could, you know, uh, just say I don't think it's gonna be bigger than it's the next big thing. So no matter what you do, always ask for a percentage of royalties, no matter what you do. That's my advice to everybody out there listening. Always, always, and even if it's not in the contract, try to negotiate some royalties in there. That is my advice. And speaking of City Project Red, we all know their upcoming game that's in development, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it is being distributed in North America by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. So it's basically a similar, especially a similar deal uh, that was set up with Witcher 2 and Witcher 3. Warner Brothers doesn't have uh, a hand in development. Their role is specifically distribution. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, it seemed, the rollout seemed successful with Witcher 2 and 3. Like, so, you know, they have a good business relationship going on. Why change it now? Don't fix what's not broken. So they will be distributing Cyberpunk 2077, uh, 2077 in North America. And now, but we are about to get into the big news this week. I got a lot to talk about. Hold on, I'm about to, uh, y'all can't y'all can't see it, but I'm about to. I gotta I gotta hold the mic in my hand. I gotta take it off the stand. I gotta hold it. All right. So the biggest news because it happened last week, uh, last week Tuesday Monday night slash Tuesday morning, but there wasn't a lot of details out. So I, and I wanted to talk about this, so I decided to. Uh, to save it for this week. And that news is that a Harry Potter RPG has leaked. So, before I get into this story, I want to dive into NDAs. For those of y'all that don't know, an NDA is a non-disclosure agreement. Now, an NDA, a lot of people think just because you didn't sign an NDA means that you don't have uh, that you can talk about it basically but nda is basically saying that how can i put it basically uh if you don't sign uh, basically if you talk about something that's under nda and you don't sign an nda you're still under the embargo you still don't have to uh you still can't talk about it but the um, uh, the purse, the company, or the person behind the NDA just can't take legal action against you uh, for for talking about it. So that's basically that. So a lot of people think, oh, uh, what's because I didn't sign an NDA, I can talk about it, but you're still gonna get hit with them copyright strikes. Now, now this Harry Potter RPG, the details. Okay, yeah. So basically, the details about the game. Uh, that came out from the person that leaked the news is that it is set in the 19th century wizarding world. It is a third person. It's a third person open world action RPG that centers around your character with unique abilities who has earned a late acceptance to Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry. You are a newly arrived fifth year student to Hogwarts that demonstrates the late the latent gift of magic with a unique ability to track and identify remnants of potent ancient powers. Upon arrival, strange events begin to materialize in the Forbidden Forest and trouble begins to brew within a within the castle walls. 
together with Professor uh, Professor Fig, you embark on a journey through both familiar and never before seen locations to bring to light the truth behind these mysterious occurrences. On your quest, you will craft potions, master new spells, and discover fantastical beasts. You will battle dark wizards, goblins, and supernatural enemies and uncover the truth about your destiny. The fate of the wizarding world lies in your hands. So that's basically the quick plot of the story. So it uh, it takes place in the Harry Potter universe, of course. We still don't have an official title. But the features that he said was on the game uh, is that you're going to journey through Hogwarts to become one of eight different wizard types of so RPG. You can create your own character, uh, experience Hogwarts, make new friends, uncover new secrets, and change the fate of the wizarding world. We don't know if this is going to be an online RPG or not, uh, but you know that's in due time. Experience a new magic system that creates countless possibilities to master magic. Freely explore the wizarding world for the first time. Choose your house and friends at Hogwarts and decide to pursue a path of good or evil. And create your own witch or wizard and experience an all new story separate from the books and films. So. All right, where do I want to start with this? So, so where do I want to where do I want to start with this? Cause I got a lot that I want to talk about. So, all right, let me go. All right, yeah, cause my my excitement's then uh then calm down. So let me go ahead and put put the mic back on the stand. My bad, y'all. All right, so first of all, oh well, let me finish uh telling uh what's cause it. Uh, part of the story so basically it leaked online he put up a youtube video and warner brothers interactive entertainment they shut that down they've been shutting everything down so even news outlets that make a video they didn't even show it all they did was just show one screenshot of the leaked footage and warner brothers then took that then took it down so warner brothers interactive entertainment they are they really not playing out here but yeah, uh, so, you know, we're just talking about it. We're not showing anything. We're allowed to give our opinion. So, yeah. All right. First of all, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, y'all might have did something. This, it, In my opinion, at least, from the idea of this, this is it, Chief. This is it. Just shut up and take my money because if you know me personally, you know Harry Potter is the reason why I'm where I'm at today uh, with my major so, you know, I'm ready for this. I will put countless hours into this. I will buy the collector's ultimate whatever edition. Just shut up and take my money. And, uh, you know, this is rumored to be a PS5 game, a PS5 and whatever the next generation Xbox is titled. So this is... Uh, you know this this is what the rumor that's going around that's going to be a next gen title and you know harry potter fans out here because you know a lot of people been talking about oh man like i don't want a harry potter game and stuff like that i'm like but you know the target audience isn't you know isn't the fps uh hardcore gamers it's for the casuals and the harry potter fans and as a harry potter fan i want this because you know you get to because you know all of the people out there that wanted to go to Hogwarts when they was younger, uh, you know, and you couldn't, you know, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is our chance to create, try to create ourselves as best as possible in this RPG and roam around Hogwarts and do these different adventures and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm all in for this. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, just tell, just give me the release date, the different editions, and just shut up and take my money i will be there day one now do you do you uh, know uh what platform it might be in uh platform so uh it is rumored right now it's uh rumored to be a next generation uh game so the playstation 5 the you know i'm just gonna say uh, the xbox 2 and <laughs> then <laughs> yeah uh and then the obvious pc yeah and i'm pretty sure uh pc as well so you know, and plus it's just uh, 
no, this is just uh like it's leaked footage. So you know, I'm pretty sure like because they these were just like random people that they pulled in. So I'm pretty sure this is just a focus. Mm-hmm. They were like looking for some like a focus. What were they called? Focus groups. Like what do you mean? Like uh, when companies like uh, gather people and then they tell them about an idea and see how they react. So is that a focus group? I think it's called a I focus so. group. But so I think they mostly give out to beta testers, you know. Yeah, uh, but beta testers. But they didn't. I don't think they actually played the game. I think they just oh, showed yeah. them uh, footage. So yeah, I think uh, they were gathering people uh, with uh, for a focus group and see how you know they reacted to the game and stuff like that. And the guy that leaked the footage on Reddit, he said that, you know, they said no phones and stuff allowed, but he pulled out his phone. For those of y'all that haven't seen the leaked mm-hmm. gameplay, gameplay footage is a uh, dude recording it on his cell phone and he just uploaded it. And, you know, he said that uh, that he didn't sign the NDA. He he dipped. Well, what's called? he left before uh, they could make him sign an NDA. So and that's why I was talking about NDAs earlier. But mm-hmm. yeah, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, I'm there. Got my money. Now, <laughs> this game is rumored to be developed by either Avalanche Avalanche Software. So don't get that confused because Avalanche Software and Avalanche Studios are two different companies. So Avalanche Studios is the is the people that develop Mad Max and Just Cause. And Avalanche Software, uh, they uh, was called. They developed some like some Disney games, I believe. Yeah, they did uh, Infinity. Yeah, that's Cars right. Two, Toy Story. Yeah, so know. the Toy Story, Cars, uh, Disney games, and the Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and so that's who's rumored to be developing it or Rocksteady. But speaking of Rocksteady, we have some more. Leaked news from a whistleblower, aka a snitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, the whistleblower, aka the snitch, is saying that Rocksteady is developing another Batman game. Because, for those of y'all that's been following uh, Rocksteady, so the rumor has been that, uh, because, you know, a lot of people are saying that Arkham Knight was the last Batman Arkham game. And then, so... And then there was rumors saying all oh, their new game is going to be a Superman game or it's going to be a completely new IP. But now we have a whistleblower that says that they are developing another Batman game called Batman Arkham Universe. And we, we, he gave out all, all the information. <laughs> oh, God. He gave out all, all the information. So I got a long list of details right here. So bear with me, y'all. So he said that expect a release date for fall 2019 is going to be current gen. So Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC is going to be a single player co-op and multiplayer game with specific modes. Uh, It's going to include the entire Bat family, including Batman, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, Batwoman, Catwoman, and Red Hood. Uh, it's going to be expanded to Gotham, which is about uh, 1.5 times the size of Arkham. Districts and neighborhoods have gone through complete overhaul. Gotham is now a living and breathing city with a day and night cycle with weather, also a weather cycle with rain, overcast, and snow. There are going to be random crimes such as car chases, bank robberies, muggings, and so forth throughout the game. The main villain will be the Court of Owls. The story will take inspiration from the different Court of Owls storylines, and every character will be available in free roam. Batman has a redesigned Batmobile, and other and the other characters will have their uh, motorcycles. Uh, the game will play... Similar to past Arkham games, but there are new options for co-op. The Batcave will serve as a main hub for upgrades, character swaps, new missions, and game modes. There will be dual takedowns and combat and stealth. The stealth segments make you work together if you're playing co-op. Parkour has been expanded. Characters will move a lot more quicker and more fluid. 
main gadgets are the same except for a couple of new additions. New enemy types include talons and pilots, enemies that hover hover over the battlefield. You have to either use a gadget or a dual takedown to take them out. Talons are the same as the ninja types from Batman Arkham Knight. They can counter they can counter your counters and also have their own gadgets such as knives and throwing knives. The game takes place in the Arkhamverse and this is supposed to be Rocksteady's true last hoorah of the Batman game and setup of Batman Arkham Universe. Alright, I'm done with reading the details. So yeah, boy, that boy, that whistleblower was singing. <laughs> oh my god, yo. So this is a lot of information. So for those of y'all that uh like I said before. Batman Arkham Knight was supposed to be the last Batman uh, Arkham game. But, you know, this this new Batman Arkham Universe game is sounding, it's sounding pretty fire. But, you know, because, uh, you know, this is the fourth. Yeah, this is the, no, no, no. This is going to be the fifth. Uh, the fifth game in the series because you have the main three. Because you have the main three developed by uh, by Rocksteady which is uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. And then between Arkham Arkham City and Arkham Knight was Arkham Origins, which was developed by a different uh, developer. So this will be the fifth, uh, yeah, the fifth uh, game in the series. So, you know, uh, will I still get it? Yes, but... You know, I was kind of looking forward to something new because Rocksteady and Rocksteady had made a big deal that this is the last, uh, this is the last Batman game to end the main trilogy, and we was looking forward to something new. But you know, will I get it? Yes. Will I be super excited? I don't know. That depends on. I need to see some actual footage of the game first. But you know, Rocksteady, they, you know, they make some uh, fire. Fire, uh, fire games. So, yeah, all right. It is. Oh yeah, Arkham. Okay, yeah. So, basically, the storyline. So basically, yeah, the games, the games have came out, uh, you know, in the order I said. But if you want to know the games in chronological order in terms of the story. It's going to be Batman Arkham Origins, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, Batman Assault on Arkham. I believe that was uh, I believe that was one of the handheld games. Then Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City and then Arkham Knight. So. And so, you know, it all depends on. Right, let me see. Okay, no Batman Assault on Arkham. Okay, no that. Okay, that that's a uh, that's an animated film, but it was tied into the story. Okay, so yeah. Oh, uh, what was that Batman uh, Arkham game that was uh that was on handheld? Hold on, I'm doing a quick fact check real quick. Okay, yeah, Origins or Arkham Origins Blackgate. That was that was the Vita handheld game. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, was called yeah, so you know, uh, was the PlayStation be the handheld game, and then Assault on Arkham is uh, what's called is a is a animated film related to that. So, uh, so yeah, that is uh, so that is that. But then again, at the same time, Rocksteady makes some good games, uh, you know. But you know, they said it's uh, been through a complete uh overhaul and stuff like that in terms of Gotham in the city and stuff like that. So we are. See, we are in a sense getting something new, but the but you know if it plays and operates the excuse me if it plays and operates the same, you know we might get a little bit uh, old by that. But you know we're probably gonna be too distracted by Gotham and the city and the day and night cycle and the weather cycle and stuff like that. So yeah, that is it for the main gaming news this week i know it's been about 40 minutes 
All right, so, you know, we're just going to go straight into the film news. All right, let me scroll down to my show notes. All right, so basically we're going to start off with uh, what we've been watching. So, Alex, have you been watching anything in particular lately? Um, Well, uh, I recently finished, uh, I think it's Big Mouth, Big Mouth 2. And, uh, yeah, have you watched it? Uh, I'm, like, on episode, like, three or four. Okay, uh... Do you, do you do you what happens on where you are? The last thing I can remember off the top of my head is, oh, it's because it is that the girl that always wears the overalls. She's starting to wear a hoodie now, and then Andrew just got found guilty by the by the shame wizard. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Without spoiling. I would say uh, it's really interesting on how season two is being portrayed and uh, how they give an opening for a possible season three. Okay. All right, yeah, so that's, well, that's, uh, that's ten episodes to it, right? Ten episodes in the season? Uh, uh, yes, I think so. Let me do a quick fact check here. Yes, ten episodes total. All right, cool. So me, uh, I, I finished I finished Power. So uh, yeah. So I've been looking for some new to watch, and I started watching Big Mouth a little bit, and I've been transitioning between Big Mouth and Suits. Uh, for those mm-hmm. Suits, the USA show has been on for quite a has been quite it's been on for quite a while. So I've been like switching in between that, but I'm probably gonna end up uh, watching. Big Mouth, and then, yeah, so as far as, like, TV series. Uh, but I did watch Venom over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I did watch uh, Venom over the weekend, so I'm probably going to give an update on that. Yeah. So, uh, but first, we're going to talk about the box office. So the box office, number two, was A Star is Born with 41 million domestically and domestic that basically just means the united states and canada pretty much north america so 41 million and then number one in the box office was venom there was venom which i believe is the best is the biggest october uh opening weekend in history with 80 million dollars so uh that is so that is a good thing for venom but I'm just gonna go ahead and give you my quick little spoiler-free review because I ain't trying to, uh, you know, make it too long. But uh, let me start off with the good. The good is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy in this movie was amazing. His performance is amazing. His whole relationship with Venom is amazing. Like Tom Hardy is like what makes this movie amazing, and I, and I really like that. Um, I, I guess I put this down. I, I guess I put this down as a good thing. I would say like the pacing because the movie is two hours and like twenty minutes. So, like, like let me do a quick uh, fact check. I believe it's uh yeah, it's two hours and twenty minutes. So I was in the theater and it didn't even seem like two hours and twenty minutes. Like I was just in there and then I was like, dang, it's over. <laughs> So, I don't know. That could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But, you know, like, it wasn't because, like, when it ended, it was like, dang, it's over. Because, like, it wasn't a right. dang, it's over. I want to see more. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's over. Okay. I see. So, I, see. I don't know. I guess I'll put that down as a good thing. That's two hours and 20 minutes that fly by. But as far as the negatives of the movie, all the main concerns that I have are really, like, around the script because, uh, the main villain was, I believe he was miscasted. That's what I believe. I believe he was, like, miscasted. And then, like, the stuff he's saying, like, in the movie, is just like, you know, we're not caring for him at all. Like, we don't care about him at all. Same thing for, uh, I can't remember her character name, but actress Michelle Williams. Her uh, her character and her relationship with oops, excuse me, uh, her character and her relationship uh, yeah her relationship with 
uh, Eddie Brock. I didn't really care for that either. And um, about the jokes, half the jokes were half the jerk. The half the jokes, I say, were hidden. So like, and by that, by hidden, I mean like actually like laughing. So half of the jokes was okay. I'm laughing. That was funny. And then the other half, it was like okay, I get the joke. And it's just a quick little, it's just a quick little chuckle. So, but, so it won't be like it, like you know. That's uh-huh. right now. I got distracted by this notification on my phone, y'all. Excuse me. All right, and then I say the biggest problem is like it being PG thirteen. Like if it was rated R, because like you can see the rated R elements in it. But then at the same time, you can see where they kind of edited it to be PG-13. Like when Venom goes to like eat somebody, you know, like the camera will like pan away or it will cut away to like some random person's reaction. And then and then like the fight scenes and stuff like that, like when, you know, the uh, police and the bad guys come, it's just like, okay, like if this was rated R, like yeah, he's beating them up and stuff. But if this was rated R, you like it would be going down. <laughs> so I don't know. But we live in we live in 2018 where we see successful superhero movies being rated R. Like Deadpool one and two and Logan, those were really huge successes and those mm-hmm. were rated R. And oh, what's so yeah, I'm like so I don't know. But that's Fox. I don't know. If Sony is trying not to take a risk. But then, uh, but then again, like Sony is still hoping that they can do a crossover with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I feel like that's why they kept it at PG thirteen. But you know, Sony, don't worry about that because Marvel is off doing their own thing. They Marvel is worried about Marvel and their parent company Disney. They ain't worried about y'all, so to speak. Yeah, because of course they worried about y'all, because y'all got some IPs that they that they probably still want. But still, like, do y'all, and you know, do y'all. And if I had to give it like a score, is Venom a is Venom a two point eight out of ten? Like the critics are giving it. No, I would give it. I would give it a solid six point five out of ten, and a a seven if I'm being generous. But I give it like a six point five. That's what I would give it. So, so that's what I would give. But speaking of Venom, Tom Hardy uh, has said in an interview that some of his favorite scenes uh, of him playing Venom got uh, didn't make the cut, final cut of the movie. And you know, some different sources were saying that it's about like they speculate about thirty to forty minutes of of footage was taken out, which I kind of. I can kind of understand from the studio's point because it's like you don't want people sitting there sitting in the theater for three hours. Because like, yeah, because another 30 minutes of footage would have made the movie two hours and 50 minutes and nobody's trying to sit in the theater for three hours. Unless, unless you're, um, you're Peter Jackson with a Lord of the Rings or Hobbit IP or you're, you know, got uh, a Blade Runner movie in your hands. But other than that, most of the time, nobody's trying to sit in the theater for three hours. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with some more film news because I need to reply to this email real quick. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So here is a instrumental called "Gone," produced by Core Mill and Big Jeezy, and we'll be right back in about three minutes. All right, and we are back. Sorry for that, uh, for that, uh, you know, that break that kind of happened out of nowhere. I uh, got a crucial email that I had to reply to, but, uh, but yeah, we're back and, you know, another break may happen. I'm not sure depending on, uh, what time, uh, comes up, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and go on to the next topic. So Chris Evans, he, uh, he was a little bit. You know, I, I say it's kind of like spoilers, but then again, like he didn't say exactly what happened. So basically, uh, what happened is that Chris Evans got on Twitter after they officially wrapped shooting for Avengers 4, and he had tweeted, 
officially wrapped on Avengers 4. It was an emotional day, to say the least. Playing the role over the last eight years has been an honor to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience. Thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. So that is what he tweeted after, uh, you know, the after. Because, you know, uh, for those of you are not familiar with uh, film Ringo, when they say rap, you know, uh, when they say it's a rap, that means they're either done shooting for the day, they're done with whatever they're doing, or, like, the production has is finally over. They've done everything they needed to be. So, uh, so you know, him saying it's a wrap, that just means the filming part of Avengers 4 is finished. And, for you know, for most actors, you know, that's where their part, uh, their part, well, contribution, uh, what's called, ends if they have no input on the on the post-production or behind the scenes aspect of things so you know so a lot of people are running the speculation so you know alex what are you getting from this tweet are you getting that captain america is dead or are you getting something else from it i mean considering how the third one ended uh there's a lot of question about what could happen like, uh, there's this theory about, you know, how Groot disappeared at the yeah. end. There's this theory that he's still alive because, uh, you know, he's a plant, right? Yeah. And plant can easily be regrown and all that. Mm-hmm. Then now I want you to think about what uh, Thor's hammer is made out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Groot's okay, arm. Yeah, because so I, you know. yeah, I heard, um, I heard... Uh, what's cause it uh, theory? Cause I I didn't read the comic books, mm-hmm. but uh, they were basically saying that uh, what's called that since Groot is a plant, as long as something of him is alive, he can grow mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So, yeah, but you know this to everybody that's freaking out, like, oh my god, Captain America's dead, and like, mm-hmm. like, calm down. Like yeah. he didn't say the actual ending, so you know what I'm saying he could be dead. That's one possibility, but you know he could. Like he could just uh, walk away. He could have a happy ending, sad ending, or whatever. He could still be alive because there's, as what I can't remember how many uh, endings Doctor Strange said it was. But yeah, there's right. millions uh-huh. of endings, and we don't know which one. Right. So, no, he could still be alive. He could be. He could stay alive. He could be dead. He could have a happy ending, sad ending. It's just wait for the movie because you know, just wait for the movie and see what happens. There's no need to uh, freak out, but you know the theories are gonna still like. You know, you know what'd be hilarious is if uh, you see Captain America dying, and then it just flashbacks all the way to Doctor Strange looking at like the different oh, ending. Bruh. That'd be hilarious. That'd be, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Just be like, no, it'll, that would be just like a like a mind blown yeah. situation. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, but yeah. But since we're speaking on Marvel, we're gonna continue on that. So, somebody is sni- yeah, somebody is snitching on the Spider-Man Far From Home set. Now, after all that that then leaked, man, I see why HBO don't trust y'all, man. So HBO, the network, so basically like with Game of Thrones, they've been keeping things on lock. Like they took the Wi-Fi chip out of the iPads that they have the scripts on. They're doing oh, what's because if they put up borders around where they're filming on the outside, they're taking no chances because over the previous years, people have snuck on set or they have flown drones over the set and to see what happens. And you know what I'm saying? So I see why HBO don't trust y'all, man, because somebody's snitching on a set of Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. So right now they're filming it in the, in the uh, okay, I'm going to try to pronounce this right. The Czech Republic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Czech Republic. And they've been tweeting out photos. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me go. Let me pull up the tweets real quick. Let me see if uh, if they're still up or if they didn't took them down real quick. So, yeah, the tweets are still up. The tweets are still up. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, all the tweets are still up. Uh, if you want to see the tweets, you can check out the article on GamingIlluminati.com. Uh, Naughty is spelled as in the word naughty, as in naughty and nice. So gamingilluminati.com. Uh, yes, they didn't have the tweets embedded in the article, and the tweets are still up. They haven't taken them down yet. But as you can see, but we see uh, Jake Gyllenhaal 
playing Mysterio with uh he doesn't have the helmet on, so either he's not gonna have the helmet on in the movie, or this is just a scene without the helmet. Uh, we get a close up of Spider Man's stealth suit, so it kind of reminds you uh, for all my Spider Man fans out there, y'all know what I'm talking about the noir suit, the Spider Man noir stealth suit, um, but it looks like it could have some modifications from the shield, but uh, you know, and somebody actually leaked us uh, what's it called leaked a scene from the movie so like as they were filming it so as they were filming it somebody was from above filming filming the scene as they were actually shooting it and there's like a drone in the air and stuff like that so somebody filmed that and tweeted excuse me and tweeted out that scene to the movie and i'm like bruh like come on man like spoiling stuff man is it not see why they had but had people sign NDAs and stuff like that? So, you know, but Spider Man Far From Home will be out. Well, it's like, well, will be, you know, they pretty much stick to their deadlines if they don't move it up. But expected in theaters July 5th, 2019. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, Marvel, somebody on your set is snitching, so you need to find out who that is. That might not even be a crew member, but, you know, y'all in, this, in the Czech Republic. That might be a citizen that's staying near where y'all filming, but still, y'all need to find out and get that on lock. Hey, find out and get that on lock. All right, next we have the poster reveal for The Boy Who Would Be King. Now, I'm going to lie, I was scrolling through social media, and whoo, I forgot which studio this is behind, but I, I follow basically almost all the studios on Instagram and Twitter. So it popped up on my timeline and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm like, okay, this poster is looking kind of interesting. So for those to describe it for y'all that haven't seen it. So it's basically, so it's basically you see the, I believe it takes place in London. So what's the, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart right now. The, the like little Ferris, that famous Ferris wheel in, uh, in, in London. Let me do a quick fact check real quick because, you know, I, I want to put some respect on, on on the UK. Hold on. What is it? The London. What the? Oh, the London Eye. Okay, yeah, the London Eye. Okay, yeah, the London Eye. So the poster is, like, interesting to me. So, so you know, you see the uh, – so you see the kid – like in a like I guess it was like a super uh hero pose, I guess. It's kinda like a like it's uh it's one of those poses where uh they have your like his back against us. So yeah, so it's kinda like yeah, the like yeah, his back is against us. He's he has on some uh some armor and then you see the uh what is that called? I'm like, why am I having a brain fart? The Ferris wheel? Yeah, the uh, the London Eye, and then what's that? The Big Ben. Yeah, Big Ben. So you see the uh, you see the London Eye and Big Ben in the background, and then in the sky you see an apocalypse happen happening with the sun covering up the moon, uh-huh. and he has on a backpack with a sword sticking out, and I was like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm getting some. King Arthur vibes from this, and I was like, okay, so I looked deeper into it, and that is the case. So, the synopsis that has been released so far on the film, it is <clears throat> so blending Arthurian legend with a coming of age story. We meet young Alex, a schoolboy whose everyday problems are thrown into stark relief when he discovers the mythical sword Excalibur. With great sword power comes great responsibility, and Alex and his friends must thwart the ambitions of the evil Morgana, who has her own plans for the weapon and aims to destroy the world. Fortunately, they'll have some help in the shape of magician Merlin. And y'all, bro, magic is my thing. So Merlin, magic, uh-huh. Arthurian legend and mythology, I'm there, bro. I am there. And for those of y'all that do like magic and the King Arthur story and Arthurian legends and stuff like that, y'all can expect this in theaters February 15th, 2019. 
So I'll keep y'all updated on that. Once that trailer drop, I'll let y'all know. And lastly, uh, the last piece of film news before we get into the television news, uh, the Beautiful Boy film trailer. I know I'm late on this. I know I am late. But, uh, you know, Amazon, well, it's being distributed by Amazon. But, you know, hey, Amazon, uh, Steve Carroll, Carell, excuse me, and hold on, I looked up how to pronounce his name because he said he's okay with people pronouncing it Timothy, but I did some research because, uh, you know, that he's got, you know, the accents and stuff on his name. So how uh, it's supposed to be pronounced Timothy Chalamet. This may be it, Chief. I ain't gonna lie. This may be it, Chief, because that trailer is fire. And so basically, a brief synopsis is basically uh, it's the film adaptation of a book that's a memoir of a father, a father helping his son through uh, a methamphetamine addiction. So. Uh, so, you know, that's what that so that's what that is about. Um, it is going to make a quick theatrical run uh, this weekend, October 12th. Uh, I will see if it's playing in a in a theater near me because I really want to see it because, you know, this may be it, Chief. Like, hey, y'all might, like, Timothee, you might be back at the Oscars with this one. So, you know. All right. Next. Okay, so next we're going to hop into these uh, television news, man. We're going to hop in the television news news so first things first man i told y'all i finished power but you know there's a lot of people still catching up man, i don't i just don't understand the power community bro like why do y'all like feel the need to spoil this show like i understand it's a good show but is it really that good to where you can't wait to you can't wait to um that you can't wait to talk about it. And then, like, the official Stars account, well, the finale did happen some time ago. But, you know, they did a tweet, and it was basically, like, what do you think of the ending? And they had a clip of the ending and then a little poll and a survey and stuff like that. But, you know, still, I'm like, the spoilers, man. Spoilers, man. Power. Y'all got to do better than that, man. Y'all got to do better than that. But... You know, that's my that's my quick little rant. So, you know, if you watch Pat, well, when in 2019, when power comes back on, I'm telling you, if uh, if you don't watch it on demand at midnight in the app, man, just avoid everybody until you watch it at that uh, watch it at 9 p.m. that night. So, yeah. All right. So next. So we got some Netflix news, man. Netflix is out here, man. They've been making moves like crazy, man. But they hustling right now. They hustling. So Netflix will open up its third European office in Paris in 2019. And they are hoping that this will fuse, I said fuse, excuse me, fuel the making of more French content for Netflix. So, you know, and they... You know, they out here making moves as the third office. They want some more French content. So, you know, they out here making moves. And also another money move that they making. So they're in final negotiations with ABQ Studios. That's a film studio down there in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. They're looking to buy that studio. And this will be Netflix first time purchasing a studio. And, you know, ABQ Studios, they... Uh, they've had films shot there, such as Sicario, Avengers, Logan. Uh, most famously, Breaking Bad was uh, filmed there. And, you know, Netflix, if this deal goes through, Netflix is saying that uh, they are, hold on, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Netflix is saying that they plan on spending a billion dollars there in production over the next 10 years and that they're looking to bring approximately 1,000 jobs a year to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So yeah, so these other you know these other cities where you're trying to get people to come and film there, I just gotta say this: get get your incentives up, man. Get your incentives up because you know Albuquerque got some nice film incentives. So that's one thing that I gotta say. So all right, 
And then so next we have Damon Wayans. So he is planning on leaving uh, Lethal Weapon on Fox. So Fox Lethal Weapon, you know, is a TV show, you know, similar. Well, I'm not going to say similar, but, you know, you know, the Lethal Weapon movies, you know, basically a TV show uh, version of that. So Damon Wayans is saying that he's planning on leaving the show. And so, you know, after uh, they finished the the initial 13 episodes for the new season, uh, you know what I'm saying? He basically, you know, he was saying that he's, you know, he's a 58-year-old diabetic. He's working 16-hour days and that, you know, and that he's ready to, uh, that, you know, he's ready to be done with the series. So, you know, so, you know what I'm saying? Health is more, most important, man. Health is wealth, you know, 16-hour days. No, that's what a lot of people don't know about the film industry because, you know, days, not days, uh, work days range from 8 to 12 to 16 hours. Tuesday, Tuesdays, 3 o'clock is our normal, regular time. So we will see you all back on Tuesday. I am Dylan Dilworth, a.k.a. Dylan Tennyson, or if you follow me on social media, Dylan CBE. And if you are just now tuning in, you can tune into the podcast version of the show you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Dylan Dilworth, D-Y-L-A-N-D-I-L-W-O-R-T-H. And if you don't want to listen to Anchor, just push listen in another app and it will take you to whichever plat- podcasting platform you prefer. And Alex, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I'm good, dude. All right.